Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Jason, uh, I've got the echo going, so he's got a channel open. He'll take care of it. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Patriot Trading Group. The website at allamericangold.com and all kinds of articles. You know, got to be part of your daily routine. Get out there. Keep yourself in the know. I've got another request from our web guy. Thank you, Jason, uh, from our web guy. Or Jack, I'm not sure. Or Bernice, whoever's running the, the boards up there in Colorado. Uh, we're starting to add to our uh, to our folks up there at the Front Range, uh, 1360KHNC.com. A big shout-out, too, to Ramon uh, at 1010KXXT. Uh, they were hit with one of those horrible... Uh, ransomware attacks where uh, the company has been taken over by you know some russian hackers <laughs> it's the russians they've done it and, and they want them to pay the money uh, or they won't release it and all this stuff so ramon i don't know how he does it but he's taking his cell phone and capping in to the 1360 stream Somehow taking his cell phone, putting it into the KXXT board to get the show out on the air in Phoenix. So, Phoenix, I know that the quality uh, isn't what it what it's been, but this is why. But Ramon, listen, the guy is uh, incredibly resourceful. I liken it to the you know those shows. The people are out there in the bush in the middle of nowhere. Sometimes they don't even have any clothes on, and you gotta you just gotta make do with what you got. That's Ramon. He he's MacGyvered the whole thing uh, just to get this show on the air. So a big shout out to him. Uh, my web guy sent me this this uh, text message this morning. Uh, when this show is over. Patriot Trading Group, we have a Facebook page. Uh, uh, you know, 1360's got a Facebook page. I don't know if, I, I'm going to assume KXXT, Family Values Radio, probably does as well. Uh, but this show will get posted on there. He needs you to write some nice things about me. Don't, I don't know why. I don't understand all the particulars, but this is going to help get this message out to more and more people. And, and it's awkward. It's uncomfortable. You know, when you you, you got to fish for compliments. So I figured I would help you guys out and give you some things that you, you know, because what can you say? Uh, so I wrote some things down of things that you could say, uh, nice things about me. Uh, he's incredibly handsome, right? Yeah, you go with that one. I mean, uh, I've got a body and a face uh, made for radio. You could throw that in there. Uh, maybe, you know, how about, like, he may be the most intelligent person in the world. I mean, all kind. I mean, there's so many great things you could say about me that uh, I, my, my, my web guy would appreciate it if you would do it, and he wants you to do it through the Facebook thing. I don't know. But, but this is my impassioned plea. If you do this, then I can stop asking, and then uh, we can talk about more important stuff. So uh, please, please, please uh, go out there. Like I said, I gave you a few already. Just, you know, just to get it started, right? Get your juices flowing. Uh, so that'll be up there later uh, today on the Patriot Facebook page. Don't forget, obviously, the 1360 Facebook page. But I will just like them all. Why not? Uh, 800-951-0592. It is Monday. Uh, we had football. Football was back. Uh, do, do you care? 
Uh, the Broncos are playing tonight. The Cardinals uh, won their game yesterday. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that excited about it. I'll be honest. Uh, the whole uh, the whole atmosphere around uh, the the flag and patriotism and all of these things uh, it's, it's turned me off. It, it, it has, and and I thought maybe this time it would be different than the last time. Uh, and guess what? It's not. It's not. It's not different. And uh, I don't know if you saw, you know, all these fires, right? We uh, obviously got to talk about the fires. And, and last week I was like, man, is this a sign? Uh, come to find out, uh, especially in Oregon, most of these fires uh, being caught, man, uh, human cost, deliberately caused, arsonist. Now, don't say they're Antifa or Antifa or however you pronounce. Don't, call, don't say that because we all know that in Oregon, everybody's a Republican, and I'm going to be positive somehow, some way, it'll be Donald Trump's fault that some guy started all these fires. I'm sure of it. But yes, they arrested a guy. He actually got arrested for starting one, and they let him go, of course, you know, because that's what they do, uh, and then he started six more. Yeah, brilliant. Just br- incredible. It's incredible. All the things that are, I, I, I can't even uh, really deal with it anymore. I, I, I stopped watching the new, like CNN, Fox. I can't watch them anymore. I want to, but I can't. Right? And, and, and CNN by far is so gone. It, it's incredible now what it is that you have to believe in this country, and it makes sense. You know what? I should have known it. When the bars could open, but the churches couldn't. That's all you needed to know, really. That, that's it. The beginning of the end. Uh, another hurricane uh, going to come. Uh, this one, uh, not a, I don't think very powerful, but it's supposed to be a lot of rain coming to the New Orleans area. So all of our listeners out there, be smart. Don't put yourself in a bad situation. Uh, and let's hope for the best as well. You know, that last one actually worked out okay. It hit in the perfect spot, I guess. Uh, so hopefully we'll get lucky again. Got a lot of things to talk about today. Patriot Radio News Hour. I know it's Monday. Everyone no likes Monday. But uh, we'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday, the 14th of September Flying by almost halfway through uh, September now. I think we're, what, 50 days, less than 50 days from the election. Is there ever going to be a debate? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the pollsters were busted again. You know, all these polls that say Biden's winning. Apparently, one of the big flaws is they keep polling more Democrats than Republicans. So, shocking, right? <laughs> Gee, I wonder how that's going to turn out. But I was talking to him. Uh, I've got a couple of friends. Not very many. Matter of fact, I lost a friend over the weekend. It, it's true. Um, he says that I have jinxed our high school football team uh, because uh, I was uh, not optimistic enough about uh, what was going to happen, whether we're going to play or not play, and if we do play, uh, how good we're going to be. So uh, I'm down a friend today. But... Other than that, we are talking about these polls, and we all kind of agreed. The reason why they always 
have more Democrats than Republicans in these polls. As most Republicans are, uh, you call me and you hit me up with, uh, yeah, I'm taking a poll. Uh, sorry, don't got time. Click. I mean, it's just that fast. I got stuff to do. Right, so th- th- this is probably I- I'm I'm certain of it. The reason being is uh, maybe as a rep- maybe we need to be uh, a little less busy. You know, I'm out of here trying to trying to make a living, provide for my family. Uh, the pursuit of happiness is what's important, and the word pursuit is the most important. That's what makes it. You know, when you talk about uh, uh, life's unfair, you hear this: "Oh, life's unfair." true it is can be but it's what you do about it right it's how you pursue right do you do you just take your ball and bat and go home or do you fight for what you believe in right and this is this is what we do and how you fight and obviously we're seeing how not to fight right now aren't we which is totally lost uh all of us all together I, i was uh listening to one of the ads that was running on our station and talking about defunding the police, and of course we had that assassination attempt over the weekend. I don't know if you saw that or not. Uh, and then uh, the, these cops were sitting in their car, and this person runs right up to the window, the the passenger side window, and just unloads and runs away. And, and then the, the ambulance comes, and people were trying to block the ambulance. I mean, this is what's happening out here. And you're sitting there thinking about, dude, I don't know what, should I buy stocks today? Really? Right? That's what you're thinking? I don't think so. It, it, it is truly amazing. Uh, last week, here's another great one. Last week. I guess, well, let me finish my point. And next time a pollster calls for you Republicans, we may have to take time to answer. Actually, don't. I love it when they think they're going to win. And then they act so shocked when, when they don't. But uh, last week, the government talked about inflation again. Now, remember, part of a big part of why gold is going to be significantly higher than today in the very near future. And I don't like putting prices on things. I don't. You know why you need to hold gold. If you don't know why you need to own it, go back to being living under a rock, okay? You get what you get. Either you're going to prepare for what everybody and their brother and mother knows is coming or you're not. Right? Be, either you're going to be one of those people that says, I will not be reliant upon somebody else for my success, or you're not. It's that simple. And when you sit there and you look at the, the central bank wants inflation. Right? We know this now. For the last 12 years, they've been telling us how there isn't any. Right, and they had that the big meeting out there in Jackson Hole, Jackson Hole. Why? Well, they actually didn't go this year, right? The virtual meeting. Right? They all zoomed in there, and they talked about how they're going to try to create this inflation, and let's get rid of two percent. 
just like I told you was going to happen. And just like I told you when they first came, you know, when they first created this 2%, most people don't know this. The media would have you believe that's been the rule forever. It hasn't been. Uh, we got that with Ben Bernanke in the financial crisis. Yeah, that was one of the, the new tools of the toolkit. Inflation targeting. Sounds good, doesn't it? You know, if you're if you're a hunter, right, you wanna you wanna make sure your sights are right, you go out and you you, you do some target practice and, and make sure uh, your aim is true and, and uh, if you get the opportunity you're gonna be able to have success. Right? That's kind of what they're implying. We're gonna have success because we're gonna target this inflation. See, we need we need it to be higher. So that, that really poses two questions. The first one being, why does it need to be higher? Because I think when you understand what inflation really is, you would most likely say, no, I don't want inflation. Right? As a consumer, if you understood what the definition of inflation truly was, you would say, most people would say, no, thank you. Inflation simply means the what you work for, the money that you work for. We want it to buy less. Now, they don't say it like that. No, they try to say, well, no, we want the debt to be worth more. Right? Because that way, right, if you've got a house or a car, well, a car doesn't work very well, does it? Inflation doesn't matter how what the price of the car is. The second you drive that car off the lot, right, it's worth way less than what you owe on it. But you get my point. They need these debts, and they've securitized them, and they've done all these fancy things to it. They need it to be worth more, whether people actually pay for the debt or not. And last week, they came out and said, hey, inflation was, was hotter. But because of the COVID thing, they, the inflation was still only 1.3%, according to the central bank and our government. Yep, inflation's only 1.3%. Now, rents have never been higher. Housing prices have never been higher. Used car prices have never been higher. New car prices have never been higher. The price of lumber has never been higher. You think about it, all the fires burning in the West, and if you knew how much lumber was going for right now, they're saying that because of the increase in the cost of lumber, it's added $17,000 to the price of a home. And uh, we watch it all burn instead of uh, harvesting it. But, you know, what do I know? So we have all the, I mean, food prices, ridiculous. And and out of boredom now, you know, we, we've got one son who lives in Illinois, going to college there. Our older son, he's a senior in high school. He's going to be 18 here in a few months. Believe me, the only time we see him is when he's hungry and he needs money. Other than that, we never see him. So our lives have changed. We used to, I used to spend all of their childhood, I was driving to practice, 
right? It was basketball practice. It was football practice. It, it was a basketball game, baseball, you name, whatever it was, flag football, you name it. We played it. And you drove your kids around, and, and you used to divide and conquer with your wife. Your wife took one kid, you took the other kid. You were busy. Well, I don't have to do that anymore. So now, believe it or not, I actually go shopping with my, it's like, I actually look forward to go, gives me something to do. <laughs> it's sad. I know my life is so sad. Uh, going shopping. It's crazy expensive. You know, you used to fill up the shopping cart, pack it in, and it'd be like a hundred bucks. Now you fill up the shopping cart, and I mean, I'm not even saying it's packed. Three hundred dollars, three hundred bucks, and you're like, "What? What did we buy?" And they're sitting there saying there's no inflation. For those of you on a fixed income, I got bad news for you. Your cost of living adjustment that you get every year. Going to be another stinker again this year. You're probably going to get, like, I, I don't know what the number's going to be, but my guess is uh, maybe five bucks a month. That's going to be your, you know, because our best and our brightest. Think about, you know, who it is that we're allowing to determine what inflation is. Right? It's the proverbial, let's let the wolf guard the hen house and see how that works out for us. So these bankers are saying, uh, they just did it, they just released it last week, that inflation is only running at 1.3%. Now, in their eyes, that means it can run way hotter than the 2% they've been talking about because, you know, they're, they're now going to do inflation instead of inflation targeting we're going to do inflation averaging and since we've been so far below average now we can go way higher now well it's kind of funny because uh according to harvard you know maybe these guys are uh at least equally as smart they're saying that the fish the official number is nowhere close to reality, and they're saying that distortions from the official CPI report can be seen as they give examples. Used car pricing. Now, I've used new car pricing, right? I've told you about that. Do you know, according to the government, since like the mid 1990s, the price of a new car, uh, there's no inflation at all? Now, I know we all know the average price of a new car in the mid 1990s was what? 15 grand maybe right go crazy let's call it 20 what's it today 40 50 and yet the uh, uh, this is official there is no inflation so the harvard study says let's look at used car pricing they said that they showed its big the biggest monthly jump in used car pricing since 1969 and the latest number they just put out so the one that i told you they said hey inflation is only 1.3 percent in that number the used car price had the biggest jump said night since 1969 but it's actually still far short of the increase actually seen by the used car dealers themselves. In other words, they're saying, hey, used car prices went up, 
But when you actually look at the price that they went up by, the, the central bank and the government's like, ah, oh, that's too high. So they come up with methodology and they just lower the number. Even though used car prices hit a new all-time record high, the largest increase since 1969 in the eyes of our banking of our bankers, used car prices are just like new car prices. Yeah, nothing. It's fine. And you sit there and you think about what this means for all of us. And why do I bring it up? Why do they need to lie about the number? You know, they used to have inflation. Look it up yourself, but I'll tell you because that's what I like to do. Inflation used to run 4 or 5% for decades until a change was made in the 90s. I'll tell you all about that when we return. Yes, ma'am, by God be darned. 800-951-0592. We're talking about inflation. It is one of the primary reasons why you need to hold gold. Matter of fact, because of the endless printing of money, even more of a reason why you need to hold gold. Think about how much we're printing now. Now, for the first time ever, we spent more than twice as much as we've taken in. Right, the new the new deficit numbers they keep rising. Now we're going to have the little number is going to be three point two or three point three trillion. The big number is going to be four and a half trillion now. Right, all of these dollars that are just made up out of thin air. Not to mention what the the, the Federal Reserve's done to the balance sheet, but they've taken all of these things, and it started back in in the eighties. You know, back back when they used to track the CPI. Remember that? You don't hear that anymore. The Consumer Price Index. They, they, they don't track it that way. You know, you used to have items in eggs, bread, bacon, a pound of hamburger, you know, stuff like that. They used to, now you think about uh, as a country, we're still at, give or take, 60% of people owning their home. So logically, you would think, well, let's take housing, you know, the price of a home, because still the majority of people still technically own or are in that, you would think they would take that number. They don't. They used to, but they don't anymore. So they must take the rent then, right? No, they don't. Uh, Matter of fact, in the 1990s, Alan Greenspan, again, who I've told you all, will go down in history much differently uh, than what he thought he was when we were calling him the maestro in the 90s. He changed inflation. Matter of fact, now inflation doesn't even track inflation, if you really want to put it this way. Think about uh, the money supply. We used to count that, too. Remember the M1, M2, M3 money supply? That's gone. It, we don't want you to know that because there was a huge correlation between the increase in the money supply and inflation. And, and they came up with this substitution method. Well, if the price of beef goes up, you'll buy pork. 
right? If new car prices go up, you'll buy used cars, right? And if used cars buy, go, go up, you'll just buy a cheaper one. Or you, you know what I'm saying. They even got rid of housing prices altogether. They came up and they, what they, they created their own. And they called it the housing rent equivalent. And it's just a formula they made up. Doesn't doesn't track any actual number. Doesn't track the actual price of a home. Doesn't tr- actually track rent prices, right? And, and they they lie to you about what it costs. Now, obviously, all of us know they're lying, but we don't care enough because we we're just like, ah, eh, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. Remember Red Fred? When I told you all these teachers are striking, you know, they're going to the Capitol buildings, and I'm like, you're striking at the wrong place. You're really not mad at the state government. They don't own a printing press. It's not their fault that forty or fifty thousand dollars for nine, you know, nine months of work isn't enough money. They didn't create that. You know, in a prime example, when when this guy did the study for Harvard and said that the central bank is lying to us all, he gave a number. He said they're misrepresenting it by 40%. That's how much they're understating the cost of living in this country. By 40%. Here's a great example. You know, and I always go back to the early 1900s. And for a lot of people, that's too far. You can't relate. When I tell you about a $20 bill and a $20 gold piece. So let's go to, I don't know, 1971, shall we? Because that's when uh, we went off the gold standard. And what that meant, and a lot of people get that confused. They, They took the gold from us in 1933. Who's they? The central bankers. The central bankers, with the help from our elected officials, who they made sure they got the right guys in there. That's how we got the central bank again back in 1913, uh, is they got married and got people elected that would be sympathetic to the bankers. They wanted power. They wanted money. You know when they closed all the banks? You know why they closed them all? Because J.P. Morgan was really upset. The Rothschilds were really upset. The Warburgs from Germany were very upset. Because as the United States started to develop into a superpower, and you had everybody going west... All these little banks started popping up that weren't owned by J.P. Morgan or the Rothschilds or the Warburgs. They didn't own them. And so when they shut the banks in 1933, over half the banks never reopened. And they didn't like it, right, because the, the, the deposits were leaving their banks, so they came up with a plan. 
to get those deposits back. Think about fast forward to today. And, and those same banks are still in power today that were in power uh, when, when they took all the gold from us in 1933. Now, we couldn't own gold in the U.S. It was illegal for you. As a matter of fact, the only gold you could hold outside of jewelry, uh, if you were a dentist or a jeweler or an artist, you could use it, but you couldn't have gold in your pocket. It was collectible gold which is why we like the pre-33s, but that's a different story. But you couldn't own it legally in the U.S. from 1933 to 19, until the early 1970s. That blows people away. They, didn't, they don't realize it, but it's true. The only ones that could demand gold for dollars from that, in that time period was foreign governments that bought U.S. debt. In other words, if they had bought, uh, hypothetically, in 1945, they bought a 10-year note. That note came due in 1955. They could technically demand, hey, instead of Federal Reserve notes, pay us gold. We'll talk about that next. Talking about inflation. And inflation's complicated. See, because the United States didn't have inflation for over a hundred years. Didn't have a central bank. Couldn't print money out of thin air. Matter of fact, the only time inflation came around was war. The War of 1812, there was inflation. As soon as that war ended, the inflation went away. Civil War. Inflation. As soon as that war ended, inflation went away. And $20 bought the same thing five years later, 10 years later, 50 years later, 100 years later. We didn't even need to have a minimum wage. There's no point. Everyone knew what everything cost, and it all cost the same. Wouldn't that have been nice? Think about how competitive we could have been still today if we didn't have inflation right forty thousand dollars would be a and you'd be wealthy beyond belief right but no that the bankers they couldn't make enough money that way they wanted more power believe me this is what it's all about is power so when they finally got enough of their buddies elected in congress and came up and said we need to have oversight right of uh, of the banking industry and oversight's okay doesn't mean we have to have a central bank but of course you know they they knew what they were doing it took them 20 years to get rid of gold from the citizenry and if you want to believe uh, that we have 8,000 metric tons in Fort Knox and West Point and whatever okay that's what they claim. We've got 8,000 metric tons of gold in reserve. The vast majority of that can't coming from gold confiscation. And then, of course, they changed the price to $35 overnight and got all these foreign governments to send gold to the U.S. Because they're like, wait a minute, this is $20. Now you're saying it's 35 I can buy more stuff. 
we got to 20,000 metric tons. And like I said, the only the only people that could demand gold for dollars was foreign governments. And when their treasury notes reached maturity, they had the option. They could roll it back over, right? They would just turn around and buy some more 10-year notes, uh, pay us in dollars, or pay us in gold. Well, the whole world started saying, you know what? We want our gold back. Pay us in gold. So in 1971, when Richard Nixon closed the gold window, we had 20,000 metric tons before. We are down to this 8,000 that we have today. And I'll say allegedly because I don't really know who owns it, if it's really there or not. But this is what happened. These central banks and these countries in particular we're saying, we don't want dollars, we want gold. And of course, remember in the 70s when they shut the gold window, what happened? Gold was $42 then. They set a new price, $42. So we went from 20 to 35 to 42 and then they allowed gold to trade freely. And, of course, we know what happened. Gold ran all the way to 800 bucks. remember? And remember the huge inflation of the 70s. And the central banks got smart. And they said, man, we got to do something about this inflation. And they, got, they came up with a great idea. Let's just change how we count it. Nobody will know. And we'll come out with a bunch of gibberish that will sound really smart. And everybody just wink, wink, nod, nod, and go along with it. And, and our elected officials, who we help put in there, they're going to go along with it because we're going to tell them, think about all the more money you're going to be able to spend. 1971, the debt was $400 billion. $250 billion of that was from World War II, by the way. And now, of course, we've got $27 trillion in county. And, of course, now gold, right, a $20 gold piece, which used to be $20, was $20 for 100 years, is now $2,200 in rising. And all the while, They've been lying to. They started lying to us in the 80s. Lied some more in the 90s. Lied again in the 2000s. And now all of a sudden they're sitting here trying to tell us that we haven't had inflation for decades. Do you know that it's only been in the last 20, I'll say 20 years, but really more like 15 years. That COLA adjustments have been under 4%. And not only did they go below 4%, I mean, they really, I mean, it's almost never 2%. I mean, it's usually like we got to the zero to 
zero, somewhere between 0 and 1.8% for the last almost 20 years. What? How, how did that happen? Was it magic? And think about it. The amount of debt that we've got into has quadrupled and, and, and then some. And now, just like in the 50s and the 60s, all these countries and all these central banks and everybody, all of a sudden, uh, we want gold, not dollars. It went from 42 to 800. What do you think it's going to do this time? Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News. Our final segment on this Monday. So they don't have gold to take away, right? They don't. They did that. Uh, they can't close the gold window, right? Where you could ex- foreign governments could exchange dollars for gold through the treasury. Right? They got rid of that. They've misrepresented the price of inflation, got rid of money supply, got rid of everything they could think of. And now they're they're like, man, we got this problem. Because the whole system's built on this this thing called debt. And if the debt isn't worth more than it was the year before. It all falls apart. And you think about, uh, you know, and we've talked about it at Infinitum, how many people aren't paying their bills. They're not paying the mortgage. They're not paying their commercial notes, right? They're just not paying. And, and of course, there's a moratorium. And the central bank's buying all this debt. They own a third of all the mortgages now. And it's still not enough. I know what happens next. They take the currency away. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Right? We're going to go to some digital currency. There's going to be some crisis. I mean, pretty. I got got a pretty good grasp what the crisis is going to be. <laughs> we didn't get enough inflation, so the de- the banks are insolvent, and we got to do something. And what they're going to do is create a digital currency. That will allow them with the stroke of a key. See, right now they pretended that they could get inflation by dropping interest rates. Remember that game they played? Of course, that doesn't work anymore. I mean, interest rates are zero. They still say we don't have inflation. Heck, places have gone negative. I mean, even here in the U.S., even though they say we're not negative, real rates are negative here. Even with the crappy 1.3% inflation they say it is, it's negative. Real rates are negative. Of course nobody wants it. Why do you think everybody wants gold again? Because they know what's coming. And now with the electronic currency, I don't have to worry about changing an interest rate or talking about inflation. They just go to their keyboard, change the exchange rate, and presto. That hundred grand overnight We'll buy you 50. And if that isn't enough, 90 days later, 
that hundred grand that used to buy you a hundred grand that now only buys you fifty will only buy you twenty-five until they get it to whatever number they finally miraculously need it to be. And that's why you hold gold. Every dollar you move into gold, whatever that hundred grand would have bought today, it'll buy it in ten years. The same thing. Now, of course, that same thing that's a hundred grand today may be a million dollars ten years from today. But you'll be able to do it if you put it into gold. U.S. $20 gold pieces, $2,200. Gold's up $20 today. Uh, $1,970. Silver is up as well. Silver, 27 and a quarter. 800-951-0592. The best hedge against inflation been the best hedge for hundreds of years will always be the best hedge that's gold make sure you got some we'll be back tomorrow